turn around Look at what you see In her face The mirror of your dreams Make believe I'm everywhere Given in the light Written on the pages is The answer to a never-ending never story ah. And welcome to episode 23 of the Secondary Heroes Podcast. It's our Stranger Things Season 3 Super Special Edition. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey guys, it's Prague. This is Josh. And a little embarrassed and red-faced is me, DeLorean Wolfgang! Aww. Good job, guys. It was good, Alexi. Well, let's just <laughs> say... Alexi, I like Alexa. it. We... We hit record on that song, what, six or seven times? That was No, no, that, that was, was our what, first take. What are you take? talking about? That was our first take. That was our first take? For, yeah, I don't know what you're talking All about. Right, well, maybe I was practicing, but you guys, okay, please take it away. It was a never-ending song. <laughs> it felt like it. And so let's start out with kind of our overall takes. Try not to spoil it in the first okay. couple minutes, but Ooh. then we will give you a spoiler alert before we dive full in episode by episode into season mm. three. Sounds good. So let's start with Josh, mm. our resonant super fan <laughs> of Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, and no spoilers. Ooh. Ooh. No spoilers. Ooh. How are you going to do it? It was, it was different. <laughs> Ooh. It wait, was wait, wait, different. Wait. Really? In the sense that. You said different. <laughs> it. I liked it because they went off of a different story than they usually do to where they focused on multiple characters, which to me, it added more to it. And as we get through this whole discussion, I'll discuss more about it. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. I liked it. Solid. Solid. Solid as a rock. Well, I'm going to give my little uh, take then. Um, I felt like it was better than the second season. It was definitely better than the second season, and I felt like it was just a fun third season. It was awesome. I had so much fun watching it. I couldn't wait for the next episode. It was just a blast. Okay. Is it my my turn? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I would say that tonally, this is the most different of the three seasons, um, which kind of took me by surprise. I I will echo... That it was fun. It was probably the most fun season. It is definitely my third favorite season. Um, it's structurally better than the second season. I'll agree with you there. Um, but for for me personally, it was my least favorite. But it didn't mean I didn't like it at all. Um, I, I love the aspects I'm of it. Hearing this, um, but there was there were too many faults for me to say that I liked it better than the first two seasons. But I, lo- I mean, I had so much fun with so much of it though, because I grew up in the '80s and there was a lot of references there that really kind of touched me. Um, but I'll, we'll I can't later wait to hear. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what you didn't like, Trevor. What was your so thoughts for me? Season one is one of the best set of eight episodes in the history of television, and then season two, it wasn't bad, but by that high benchmark, it's poor in comparison. It's totally acceptable as a second season, but it just had such a high bar to reach for. Mm-hmm. And for me, as I watch season three. I feel like it fits more in the trajectory of season one and it kind of acts like season two is like this dip we're kind of ignoring and now we're shooting on to where we really want to be. And it goes back to kind of that standard that they had for the first season. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There was, there was too much in the second season that I just didn't care about. And I feel like this definitely 
this definitely I feel like this was far superior than the second season. Yeah. I yep. mean, uh, it, I look at uh, season two is that they went to try something different. They went away from what worked the first season. Hmm. So going into season three, they went back to what made Stranger Things Stranger Things. So it was it yep. kind of they went back to the old style of doing it, which focus on the kids, create a story and move from there. And it was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. That's for sure. OK, and so now. This is our spoiler point of the program. If you haven't seen Stranger Things Season 3, adios. come back to it later once you have, because this is going to be an awesome discussion. And if you honestly don't care about spoilers, follow right along. Let's start with Episode 1. For me, Episode 1 was the worst of <laughs> yeah. the eight. A lot of people watched all eight together, so they forgot about Episode 1 by the time they were done. But I watched Episode a night, yeah. and... Episode one was I was like, oh my god, here we go again. We got more season two. Everyone's saying it's so great. I'm like, what are they for, talking yeah, the about? First season really worried me, and thankfully they kept going because I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a rough season if it's gonna be like this. It was just it was. Well, I'm wondering, <clears throat> wait, why? It was too what, what was it about? It felt like it was so hyper was the whole story, the whole introduction of people. It felt like they were on like this. I don't know. It's like they came out of the gate running, which can work in some mm-hmm. respects, but I felt like we didn't really. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. It felt off. The tone was off. The pacing was off. Just didn't have that Stranger Things feel to me. And there was too many relationships mm-hmm. going on that they they didn't really explain it's it. like, oh, well, you haven't seen us since season right. two. This has happened. It's yeah. like, but they went yes. full running with it. Not like they yeah, developed they it, it at it. all. Like, Here it is. I mean, it's been a year. Yeah, it, it was one year it, later. It really hasn't, though. Yeah, they didn't explain anything between those between that those season two and season three. It kind of just everything starts the way it starts. Well, there was a lot that I'm really glad that they like got rid of with the whole season two, like uh, Eleven being all punk rocker with her slick back hair and leather jackets and stuff like that. I thought that was the goofiest looking thing, and that's one of the main reasons why I didn't even like season two. And I'm glad that they ditched all that completely in this third season. Well, it's not that they ditched it. That was her like awkward phase where she was trying to figure out who she was. It was a character moment. It wasn't yeah. meant for her to be a, a thing going forward. Well, I'm glad. I love that episode. <laughs> you loved that episode? Wait, the, so, that one-off episode? I do. It's actually one of my favorites. It wasn't when I first saw it. When I first saw it, I hated it. Whoa! I absolutely hated it. And when I kept re-watching it, it slowly became one of my favorites. I, which doesn't make sense to me because I absolutely hated it the first time I saw it. I don't know, because season two, one of the reasons I think that it kind of is bad is just because it has nine episodes, and the one episode that makes it nine is the one right. that doesn't it, fit it, with it is the an, other it's, eight. It's like the ugly duckling. It's like the one that sticks out from the rest of the, of the group. Right, there was... Because they still could have done a better backstory. If you looked at Ozark episode eight in the or episode seven in that same thing, season one, they do an amazing job of doing a mm-hmm. backstory. Well, not having it completely derail the entire oh, sure. show. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot of shows seem to do that on Netflix. They seem to have that one episode for every show. They have that one standalone episode mm-hmm. that just derails the whole momentum of the season. And that's my only gripe with that episode is it just brings the whole season two to a halt. And I don't think that they had that this season, which was nice. It just kind of yeah. felt like it went all the way through, like it was smooth. But yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah. Solid speaking season. of which, but anyway, <laughs> we're on now on to episode yeah, two. Wait, really? Yeah, 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 no, no, let's talk about all those couples. Let's. I mean, 
Yeah, so. I mean, we can't just rush along that <laughs> Why quick. not? They did. Of course they did we for the episode. We're only in they eight minutes into the podcast, and we're already on episode two. <laughs> they we don't talk about, about how these one. couples Because are... episode eight's going to take forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then. Uh, okay. We're, well, the only thing to know about episode yeah. one is that. But no, episode oh, one, we'll pick up on but, it yeah. once we start going yeah, into the two, other Yeah, kind of starts the whole season. Episode one just kind of tells you what everybody's up to. And that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. Right, with Hopper being upset yeah. with Eleven and Mike and because all they're doing is making out. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, and then you finally see him really kind of going after Mike or uh who is it, Mrs. Byers, the, the mom. Uh, Billy. Yeah, well Bill yeah, Billy's yeah, he's kind of the hot deal around town. Should we talk about the episode at all or are we just moving on? <laughs> we're moving on let's because on episode two references everything in episode All one right, let's, let's once do you it. start talking about episode two it works like look watch this somehow Billy crashes his car into the same exact place where all the rats have been taken, which is actually where the Mind Flayers come through the portal and is here in Hawkins, not in the Upside Down, but in our time period now, and so everything is kind of contingent upon that point and so billy crashes his car he goes he gets pulled down into the thing and that sets him up to be the pawn and essentially will's role from season two so technically that was the the part of the mind flare that was in will that got exercised for him that was laid dormant in our realm until the gate was reopened and it was reactivated once the uh the portal was reopened so Technically, it's not the full mind flare. It's like a part of him, like an like almost like an extension mm-hmm. of him that reached out into this world. Yeah. It's not the full thing. That's why he had to use the rats and the different people um, to form yeah, itself. Too. Exactly. Um, but it was it was very well, convenient that Billy, yeah, crashed his, his car and found oh, that. Oh yeah, thing. totally. Well, and he was <clears throat> he was on the way to. Well, no, he's pulled down there, right? Well, he crashes it's like a whole and then magnetism he, thing. Yeah, he gets pulled from where his car was at. Well, he doesn't just crash randomly. Yeah. His car kind of gets hit by veers yeah. off. Oh, by does itself. I thought he hit something? Well, no, no, no. He, no, he hit, hit something. something. Yeah. He something was hit, driving he... down the road, and all of a sudden, something jumps in in front, uh, of, his... In front of his car, which is so fast that you don't even see what it is. Right. And then he yeah. spins out and runs into the sign. So maybe he was pulled in that area. Maybe, if, maybe the maybe the mind flare went like, "Here's the perfect host for me. This angry, bitter person that has all this resentment. And I can use that, you know, to feel to yeah. pretty much use him as a host and." Fuel my needs, I guess. Man, I tell you what, girls are going nuts over Billy. Everything yeah. on mm-hmm. on social media is how hot Billy is. Oh, it's Billy! A, it's a, oh, Billy! What's happening? <laughs> they are a gaga for Billy. Billy the lifeguard. But they actually turned, like for instance, uh, uh, Mike's mom turned her into an actual character rather than just a side character through the other ones. Like she was mm-hmm. actually. In the show a, a lot more, more. Yeah, she definitely was a little more relevant, and it definitely we'll talk about this later. Right. But you know, she be, she kind of touches back to her season one character arc, which was nice. But in this in this well, episode, whole... you know, she was more just the you know the toy for for Billy, the eye candy. Right, but and that's the whole reason why Billy got into the car accident is because he was going to the motel to meet up with right. Mike's mom. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Byers. Wait, not Byers. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> she's okay. Byers. Mrs. Wheeler. Mrs. Wheeler. Wheeler. Joyce Byers. Mrs. Wheeler. Joyce. Yeah. Hot, yeah, Hopper's <laughs> going after Mrs. Byers. Yeah, I know. I gotta keep all these people because her magnets <laughs> fell right? off of her fridge. And okay, where is Aaron Paul at to yell right? magnets? <laughs> Who's Aaron Paul <laughs> or Magnus? How do they work? Shout out to Insane Clown Posse. Cool. 
happened anyway. Was that this episode where the magnets fell off? Season two, uh, episode two? Yeah. No, it well, happened it's, in it's episode, part of episode one. Season Jeez. one. Yeah, it's episode one. Back, that's why I'm saying it's it a is. continuation it really of episode yeah, one. She's just trying two. to figure out why it's happening. She, that's when she noticed it at the, uh, the store. Okay. Yeah, because Hopper runs into it. Says, it clean up, clean up on aisle five. After he gets his note, yeah, because he he gets the whole note of what he's gonna say to Mike and Eleven, Eleven and about what they're doing together, and then he goes full Hopper and just pulls him aside in the car, and that was probably the best. Like as much as I hated episode one, when Hopper pulls Mike aside in the car, it rectified everything that I hated <laughs> yeah, it was about a great episode scene. one. A great and we little got scene going. with them too. That's for sure. <laughs> I love when Hopper gets angry. It's like my favorite part of the show. I, usually, <laughs> am I the only one who just really doesn't care about mike at all he's just kind of a turd at, to at me. this point he, oh, he's, he's a non-essential he's, character he's like the he's like the leader of the the whole group well, here's right but he's such a yeah. goofy like well here's my just, thing with with uh, him he, he is like the cyclops of the group like and cyclops was never my favorite character of the x-men just because like he was a leader you know like he, you're not gonna like the leader they're not cool um i do wish he uh, had what about leonardo that's different that's the ninja trolls don't really count oh oh that's <laughs> okay well, what oh, about Jason, oh, the Red Ranger? <laughs> Anyways, back to, uh, back to <laughs> he should have had he Double should have references. had more um, he should have had more of a leadership presence this season, and he I felt like he didn't have that. Well, because well, he, he was, was so conflicted. Fo- yeah. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't yeah. have been. He was so I think that was on a mistake 11. in the writers. He's busy, yeah, I think man. A writer's mistake. <laughs> He's trying to get some booty. <laughs> I think. <clears throat> He's got special abilities, chick man. Yeah. <laughs> I think he should have died this season. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did not. And you're idiots. Wow. Spoiling it. We're already spoiling the episodes. I mean, the season. <laughs> no, he did not. That doesn't mean that he shouldn't be brought back. I'm just thinking that it would have been more in, anyways, interesting. He should have done something. We'll get to that, yeah, we'll in, that episode in episode eight. eight. I'll save that for yeah. later. Well, I mean... <laughs> Since we're talking about relationships, what y'all think about uh, Dustin and Steve? That was great. It's fun. I mean, that we wanted oh that. Oh my god! Yeah, that we was fun. Wanted that. Yeah, that was perfect. Seeing them do their little lightsaber fight and how excited each other, how excited they were to see each other, was like the greatest. Yeah. Man, like I sometimes wish how I many had a children friend like are that, you right? friends with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin's quips were great with that. And it's, uh, yeah, it's what we wanted from the first, the second season, the end of second season. They they delivered on that promise. I think it was like, it was almost so good that um, I, I would be okay with them just continuing on with the Scoops Troop and not having the rest of the show. But that's yeah. just me. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought that was my favorite part of the of this season was that group. Well, shout oh, out yeah. to Robin. I mean, before mm-hmm. we get too far, because last season, Billy and Max in season two, they didn't really know what to oh, do with they them. Were they kind of just, oh, right. here's new kids in yeah. town. Total bust. And now Robin, they fully developed to be an integral part of the whole crew. She has really great character development. Yeah, they thought the whole that thing. out. And every line, <laughs> they realized every it, line yeah. that she had was so fun and awesome. Yeah, I think they realized they dropped the ball <laughs> last season with those two characters. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, they knew that what they were going to do with them probably this season, but they're like, oh, shoot, but we still have to develop them in the current season. They didn't really quite do that. Like, even with Billy's backstory, like, they could have done something else with him in right, season two. And, they did and it was like, nothing. no, he's a straight up hardcore bad guy. Like, come on. <laughs> Gotta get him something. But down. you know what? I loved, I loved Max and I loved Billy in this. Yeah, this like, season's so much better. Billy was a great bad yeah. guy. Max was the awesome new best friend for Eleven, which was incredible and then she needed I mean, that we'll get i'm sure we'll get into more but right. 
Actually, was it was it episode two where they go on the uh, the shopping spree? I think that's episode three. Yeah. three. Okay, okay. We'll we'll get there. We'll get, yeah. We'll get. <laughs> One fun thing. So I'm going to mention this a few times as we go, but the writers did a great job of kind of doing those familiar '80s tropes and doing shoutouts to mm-hmm. '80s things in Stranger oh, Things. Yeah. There's all these yep. kind of like classic things, and then they went outside the '80s too, because I mean, the very core. We see Billy after he crashes, and they're in the upside down, and it's his own version of himself. So you have that whole Twin Peaks, seeing the whole you know darker right. version of yourself, or even us that came out this year. You know, it's that based on cool Twilight scene. Zone. Yeah. Still that whole kind of doppelganger, and then you can't help but see the Blob when all the big rats are oh, yeah. going together, and there's always Blob everywhere throughout blob the whole season. Yeah. And then shout out to Peter Tingle. <laughs> Our far from home fans will somehow did, develop the Peter tingle. tingle, which is yeah. super annoying. <laughs> that's the all he did. Thing. He's like probably one of the best actors on the show, and they just uh, that's all they did with him. He gave him a Peter Tingle. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. And every single time he has the Peter Tingle, it's so. It's not. It's like we know they're It's like here. the lights it's are like flickering, no and he fills his neck. Yeah, yeah, dude, we know. The stupid thing is crawling on the roof of the mall, and he feels his neck. It's about to break it's through you. the roof. We, yeah. we got it. Your neck, your neck isn't giving it away, dude. Like, well, and the fact that he doesn't tell anybody right away, no. dude. The guy, the guy's gone through two seasons of bad stuff happening to him. If you're getting bad uh, little tingles, dude, (laughs) say something. See something, say something, bro. Oof, yeah. If you ever have bad little tingles, uh, please say something. Just FYI. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a PSA for everybody. But make sure it's above the belt line. (laughs) We don't need to know about below the belt line tingles. Episode three, you have Will's essential transition because Lucas is... And Lucas and Mike are both, you know, interesting girls. We're developing into teenager yeah. lives. And Will is still like, guys, you want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Right. Guys, why are you no, always caring about girls all the time? And then he finally gets to the point and realizes what he's saying and doing. And he breaks down right. Castle Byers and his little wood uh-huh. shack and all yeah, the memories. He destroys his childhood. And it's like, one of the, as I say, he's probably the best uh, actor on the show. Yeah. And that's the only scene they gave him the whole season. I definitely like, agree. Okay. There was so heartbreaking. Yeah, he nails uh, that scene. Yeah, it was like they should have done more with him and they didn't. I don't know why. But that's the way it is, I guess. But yeah, it was really cool to yeah. see him. Like, really, I think that really was the Duffer brothers. Like, that character was them, like, growing up as kids. They're like, you can tell that they were probably like those nerdy kids mm-hmm. that were like, didn't want to have to deal with being an, being an adult yet. They didn't want to date yet. They wanted to be a kid and, you know, playing games in their garage with their buddies. And then over the summer, yeah, they can't yeah, because all their buddies want to hang out with their girlfriends. So it kind of rang true. Yeah. I, I yeah, 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 they're showing ahead. that they're showing that transition though from them being kids to mm-hmm. to teenagers now. Which is that was a tough part because you grew up with those obviously kids at such a young age. And to see now, okay, now they're no longer those little kids or now these teenagers, so now they're gonna start acting like teenagers. So it was it's tough because like we all I mean to me I feel like Will. It's like I always going to see them that way as little kids playing Dungeons and Dragons every episode, and see to see now that they're moving away from that. It's like, oh, yep, that's right, they're growing up. Yeah, can't expect well, that anymore. Let's, let's go back just a little bit uh, with the whole. What did you guys think of the whole uh, uh, Russian thing? The whole Russian storyline. I mean, because whole arc yeah, because that was entire that was like well, I mean, it happened in episode one that they started That's doing true. the Russian yeah. stuff, and we didn't even bring it up. So, I mean, it was a huge yeah, well, storyline throughout the whole thing. Well, they had to do something to set up the end of season three. 
Well, so I guess the, the best Russians way to do it is the Russian thing. It's the right, it's a time period. You know, they reference yeah. Red Dawn yeah, a few times, stuff, yeah. and they mm-hmm. mentioned yeah. it in the very, very first season so too. You know, the first season was all about that, and I was like, "Oh my god, are they going to do this finally?" And they finally mm-hmm. did. I'm like, "Okay, cool, they did it." Um, it was, you know, obviously very stereotypical, but um, it, it, I think it was necessary for where they were trying to go with it. So it made sense for that time period. Yeah, well, there, at that point, it reminds me when I was watching it, I thought. How is it that those guys could walk around with those big old guns and right. nobody right. says a the word mall, about it? Guns. It's like... Yeah, they're at the mall <laughs> with a bunch of guns. Well, the mall is a big question entirely because season one is June 1984. And then season two is October 1984. And now we're here in season three. It's June to 4th of July of 1985. So you're telling me they built mm-hmm. this whole mall plus this yeah. entire <laughs> underground base, which this mm-hmm. underground base is, is massive. massive. It must have taken years, years easily and years yeah. to build. Hey, back <laughs> I don't in the know day, when they were working on it. How long were they working on it? That's pretty great engineering, man. I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't win the Cold War. That was fantastic. I know. That, that's some amazing in, just engineering feat in the time space that they have because yeah. they're trying, you know, the very start of it, they're trying to open a portal on their end and they realize yeah, how yeah. difficult it is. So that's why they come to Hawkins. But the thing is, they have a year once they fail in Russia. So I don't think they were building in Hawkins before mm-hmm. that year where the guy comes and kills the head of science and makes Alexi, Alexi. the head of science. Yeah. Oh, great. Great. <clears throat> now you're yeah. finding these yeah, plot holes that I didn't think about. <laughs> yeah. There's always going to be plot holes in love TV this shows. Show. It happens. But Stranger Things, see, it has that built-in excuse that it's based on the 80s and 80s tropes and stereotypes where there's all kinds of plot holes. We're purposely writing the plot Mm -hmm. holes in because we're based on 80s movies, movies, even if they didn't. It's a great excuse. excuse. It works out pretty well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I was reading an article with the the Duffer Brothers that they're saying that it's it's so hard for them to continue to make bad things happen in this Mm -hmm. town over and over again. So you can see through there, they're just trying to figure out ways to, I guess, spice it up to where it creates some kind of interest still for people that are viewing it instead of having it happen all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same people well, the same let's, way. Let's, let's think about that. I mean, look at, uh, oh shoot, what was the show? Murder, She Wrote. Look how many murders and bad stuff happen in that town. <laughs> These guys and don't know what you're talking about. I... <laughs> they don't know what that is. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> how do you not know Murder, She Wrote? I know Murder, She oh, Wrote. Yeah, wow, okay. she wrote about murders in her town <laughs> yes. or something, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and bad stuff happened all the time in that town, and people kept tuning in. So bad, bad yep. stuff can, can continue yeah. to happen in Hawkins, and I'm going to tune in. You better believe it, brother. Yeah, I'll keep tuning in. <laughs> I mean, same here. I'm not saying that it wasn't, but it just... Just like this, yeah, 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 of course, yeah. Sure. It's it's yeah. a little bit different than just murders. Murder, she wrote. And so, yeah. episode three, we also get to see Op- Hopper get his ass kicked, like totally beat <laughs> yeah, down by the freaking Terminator. <laughs> you can't tell me I know, that I know, that wasn't. Exactly. They nailed the Terminator <laughs> design. This Where did they find was that really guy, good dude? Casting for the Terminator, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the period, and everything. I'm sitting yeah. there thinking he should have been the new one, right? When is he? Yeah. When is he gonna rip his arm off and show that he's got a robot arm? Right. I, I'm. I mean, the way that the guy walked, <laughs> the, guy, like. the way the guy talked, the guy, the way that the way yeah. fights. I mean, he was a robot. It did not make sense to no. me. Why was there a again ro- nailing that eighties yeah. time period, bringing mm-hmm. Terminator right exactly. into Stranger Things? <laughs> so silly. Some of those angles of the camera and his face are oh, just yeah, spot are. on. <laughs> it's totally out of like, Terminator. Oh yeah. 
They did a good job with that. That was good. I need to get his butt handed to him. That was kind of nice to see, too. He's like, okay, he's always going to be the one to manhandle everybody, and here's a guy to tell, you know, show him up. Took him down Which a notch. Which is good, because he need, uh, Hopper needed, you know, an adversary in a way. Right. Like, he needed someone who could push him down a peg. I mean, because he was, I mean, the whole, the whole season, he was just a drunk a-hole, man. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. was. A little bit much, actually. Yeah, I mean, there's people out there who really didn't care for him all season because he was such an a-hole. I mean, it took the very last episode. Yeah, this season. It took the very last episode for him. Hopper was the best character this season. He was a drunken asshole all season. (laughs) He kind of was, though. He went drunk driving. He just was belligerent and beat people up all the time. I didn't. I didn't hate him this season. He just wasn't my favorite. I didn't. And I'm not saying that I hated him. I'm just saying he. He's. I'm just saying he was the best. I don't know who else competes with him. Maybe Robin. Very flawed hero. (laughs) I will say this: that he did do a hell of a performance. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Did a really David Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour nailed it. That's for sure. That guy can. You didn't like when he's all like doughy walking around and he goes in the other room and he's just yelling at Joyce and she leaves the room and he goes on making these points. So he didn't like all the arguments between Joyce and Hopper. <laughs> he's only drunk that one time after he leaves and yeah. he gets stood up. Yeah, that was the only time. Well, except, oh yeah, because yeah, he when he went back, he was with uh, Eleven and Max. So yeah, so yeah was true. A, that was that one time. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Some yeah, people, Hopper I guess, did season. not like him that much. <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't was, him. It I, wasn't my favorite part. I feel like the internet kind of took it out saying that he just... I mean, he, at, at the end of the day, yeah, he's a flawed hero. Sure, and that's fine. I like that. That's why he's so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. He's the only flawed real person on the show. Because the kids are too young for them to really dive into dichotomies of losing a kid and not knowing how to deal with your life going forward because they're little kids. Joyce is the only one who's close because she's absolutely insane. And Hopper has that awesome line, well, it's kind of like calling the kettle black when they're talking to the other guy. Well, that's the thing, too. I think uh, you bring up his daughter, and it kind of brings back people to remember that when he's meeting with the mayor, when they're going back and Mm -hmm. forth blackmailing each other. And so he brings up his whole daughter. He says, don't Mm -hmm. let me bring up your daughter. Is the mayor like the stupidest mayor ever? (laughs) So literally, your response to the police chief blackmailing you is to blackmail him in return. Like, I'm going to get you fired. But the thing is, if he gets fired, he has no reason to keep the blackmail exactly. he has on you. And I think you as the mayor has more to lose than the chief of police. I would think so. Yeah. But luckily, Hopper beat his ass. And that was a great sequence. I don't know how you guys didn't love Hopper when he's beating the dude's I'm not ass. saying yeah, that. And I didn't put like his him. finger I'm in the cigar. He, he, likes to turn words. he likes to turn words against us. <laughs> I just think uh, I agree with uh, Trevor is that Hopper was a great character in this this season because you saw different sides of him. You see this, the soft side of him, the drunken side. You see the person that's super serious. You see the detective side of Hopper. You know, just different. He played yeah, I saw that about the first two seasons, mm-hmm. too, though. So that was a good part about it. I thought that he did. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it highlighted so. more in this one. I thought one. he did a better job the first two seasons, but that's just me, personally. I feel like they definitely focused more on him too. I don't know if Hopper was even in the second yeah, season. Yeah, that's the Wasn't thing. He just <laughs> out cold no, in the upside in down, <laughs> and they and the vines were growing on top of him. I'm pretty sure that's all Hopper did in season two. No, he two. was raising eleven out in the woods. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he held eleven up he while she closes back. the yeah. portal. That, that's what he does too. That was impressive. Yeah, anyway, season two. Was season bad. two. There we go. <laughs> See, <laughs> I'm getting people on my side. 
<laughs> no, you can get everyone. I'm the only person in the oh world that gosh. actually likes season two, so that's okay. It's all right. I don't think it's great. I just didn't care about <laughs> that episode. That, that one liked. episode was so <laughs> terrible. That was the only episode of all of Stranger Things that I just didn't like. I'm going to watch that again tonight. Anyways, should we move on to episode <laughs> three? Episode four. <laughs> well, we're actually on to episode <laughs> four. We're kind of in episode cool. four already. <laughs> and so this episode is essentially the midway point. So we have the climax fight between the little band of kids and Billy. They trap him in the sauna with their fun little kid plans. Kid plans. And then, of course, Billy breaks out because he's powered by the right. Mind Flayer dude. And so... He gets to fight Eleven head to head, and Eleven is super powerful. But that damn, was that was scene. a good fight. I love that scene. <laughs> it was the the first time they dropped dropped the f bomb on the show too. That was kind of crazy. Yep, it was. And oh yeah, well, and that right there really <laughs> kind of showed uh, the acting chops of who, like Billy, like the way that he could go mm-hmm. from like super emotional to like. Uh, what is it? Screaming at his sister, and and then go into oh I'm so sorry, and then turn into the, just a bubbling right. <laughs> crying. Yep. It was great. It was actually really cool to see how he did that. Go from one one emotion to another so fast, and and manipulate the kids like they did. Yeah, no, it was really great. You know, one one kind of problem I have with that whole Max and Billy relationship is that when season mm-hmm. two ends. Right. Max hates Billy. They're foster brother and mm-hmm. sister, and there's nothing that developed or they showed to indicate that she would care right. if he got killed. That was probably my biggest gripe <laughs> yeah. with season three altogether. Yeah, they yeah. kept bringing it up. I just didn't make yeah. sense to me. I'm like, I don't know at why. At what point did she That's have true. any feelings for him, like in a in a nice sisterly way? And it just came out of nowhere. You, they're no, they're not related in bizarre. any fashion. Their their parents <laughs> got married. Big deal. That doesn't make you right. brother or sister. And then he's just such a prick to her. Every single second that yeah. he's ever with her, and she's like, "Oh, Billy, yeah, no. it, didn't, it didn't quite make sense." <laughs> I was like, "Wait, when did this happen? Did I miss something?" <laughs> I know. I felt like I was I guess, like, "Man, I don't really want, want to rewatch season two, but I feel like no, I missed something happened that happened." happened season at the two. End. They pretty much hate each other the whole season. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess it, at the point that she just kind of got soft when they were essentially gonna try to kill, kill Billy. Bill. Well, yeah, yeah. What, he, what he had in yeah. So I mean, maybe that was the only thing was that. You know, as much as she hated him, him die. he right. was still I part of her so. family. I think that's that's all she had, right? Because they don't really show her, her much, the yeah. parents around. Well, the parent, and then the parents. There's ended terrible up, parents yeah. in Hawkins. Oh, in yeah. for sure. That's it's very continuous. much a Stephen King kind of town. I mean, the the, the adults suck. Like, there's Joyce, <laughs> and then none of the parents even right. know that they have it kids. Is. Like later, like episode seven or eight, you know, Joyce like oh, where yeah, are the kids, and Miss Wheeler's like. I don't know. Like, I don't kids, know. we got this kid right here. So <laughs> Once they get to a certain age, I just ignore Pretty much. Them. <laughs> that was the eighties, though. <laughs> Speaking of kids, I want to jump to uh, eleven real quick. I had one L. one major gripe with her. <laughs> okay, is she could go into having a full on conversation, and then all of a sudden she would be she would go. Friends don't lie. Yeah, you mean her whole. It's so like she would go back to her yeah. broken English right. again. Like she would g- have like full on conversations with Max, but then when she's talking to s- someone else, it goes into that broken like, I dump your ass. Right. Like, like you know yeah, what I mean? It's not consistent. She's still not how yeah, to she talk. shouldn't be able no. to speak right. Well. Still, she's not going to school. She has no training. Hopper's not mm-hmm. having some after school program. At least not that they right. showed. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> well, and even in his letter, his letter just said, I loved playing games with you. Like that was like, that's all that they really did was watch TV and play games. But yeah. still, I mean, the whole broken English thing was, it got old real quick for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's tough for them to do that. I mean, I, I use uh, the movie. It as a example yeah, with Bill. Bill. Yeah. When he would try to talk, and he had yeah. his he had his lisp, yeah. but he or stutter, normal. but he would still talk, <laughs> yeah, normal. So it's the same thing with it, it works so long, but when you have to, this person such is such an important character. Yeah, that's, if you're one of the main characters, it's show, tough. how do you keep that going? It's kind of hard to it is. It's keep really that tough, broken so. speech. Right, but here's the thing: usually, usually, like you say, they would kind of like uh get rid of it after a little while but it kept going yeah. in and out right. there was throughout no the entire season there was no well, i think that's what they're doing they were forgetting that oh wait she doesn't really know how to speak so she has to go back yeah, to talking this way to it's just the conflict of how they, they were have, doing they should have done something where they yeah. had like he found a secret tutor to come in or maybe he already had mr bum man come in and teach her you know russian or something for the whole year so that's what he should have done that's what they should have done that was that was that was like my my <laughs> only real true gripe of the show was her whole broken English thing. No, it was something that really bothered me too. That was kind of weird. I mean, it didn't bother me enough that I was like hating it or anything. She's still my, one no, of my favorite no, no, characters no. on the on the show. Absolutely. Yeah, it was tough. Well, and then seeing her have so much fun with Max at the mall, like where they go to the gap and then they're yet? like Hold trying. <laughs> we might yeah, be. that was okay, episode cool. two. Okay. <laughs> that was episode two? Yeah, that was. It was like episode two or three. It was episode uh, two. Yeah, it was one of those. Three, when that's my material. Yes. Oh, and then yeah. they go do glamour shots. Dude, that was hysterical. And by the way, that mall is accurate. And I want to know how they got money. Who had the same, same thing? thing. Where did this Eleven come has from? no money Maybe. for sure. And Max is a foster kid. I don't know how much money she has. Because Mike specifically says he has like a dollar fifty yeah, or something. He's at least being yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah, how's that? that monster tree fitting. Who knows? Because then she starts, so at the very start, she's wearing just like the hopper kind of clothes that he goes and grabs off the rack. And then all of a sudden, she starts getting a different wardrobe every episode, like every episode. Those are like <laughs> high-end they're, they're gap from stuff. The gap. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That was interesting. Oh, but yeah, they did, the art department did a fantastic job at that mall. That was dead on a mall that I grew up in in oh, the 80s. The, mm-hmm. the mall set every decoration. detail. I don't know how long it took them, but it was detail. so good. The only weird thing was Taco Bells were was not in Taco malls. Bell? It said Taco Bell coming soon. No, well, I think they were trying no. to be funny with that. Like Taco Bell coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. But Burger King, it, it was, Burger King was definitely though. in the mall because yeah, I used Burger to get King the little cinnamon, mini, yeah. little mini, but you know, uh, muffins. I think they were called mini muffins. Back and Orange day. Julius. Yep. They. Uh, oh, the Sam, Sam Goody. Goody all dude. that stuff was awesome. Yeah, that, yeah. that was awesome was stuff. A lot of fun. The mall scenes were definitely a choice. Um, because then it sets up Scoops Ahoy and. Honestly, the set of Scoops Ahoy where they're playing the pirate yes. music in the background. Mm-hmm. I love Scoops Ahoy. They could have had the whole season set Seriously, in Scoops Ahoy. That's what I was saying. I the whole season should have been Scoops you. Ahoy. That whole, the whole, every character, all the, all the scenes, everything. God. Scoops Ahoy was so good. Maybe season, maybe do a spinoff like they're talking about. Just do a spinoff. Show. All right. I, and you know what? I know that you guys probably are all about it, mm-hmm. but Erica. I couldn't stand yeah. Erica. What? She was one nope. of my favorite characters this season. Nope. Bar she none. Was, Erica was super, super annoying, annoying for the first two episodes we saw her. And then she finally kind of stymied that. And she was more 
definitely like, better after well, that. I, I would say there were moments where she like got her annoying. being annoying to Lucas makes sense, but being annoying just for the sake exactly. of being annoying, I for, didn't care for that at yeah, all. I don't like when kids are rude for no reason at all. They should have dialed back on that, but her humor yeah. was spot on. I mean, her line delivery of some of that, some of the lines were great. It matched yeah. Dustin. Yeah, I think her and Dustin worked out great, but yeah. no, she was one of my favorites this season. It took her a while to yeah. When she's just with Steve and Robin, it wasn't that good. But when Dustin comes, yeah, it's they play much off better. each other really well. Yeah, right. Yeah, the uh-huh. whole yeah where she's so demanding and so I want this. Give me that. Yeah. It got old very. It was quick. like some Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka. Yeah, okay. it was, <laughs> come on. that gets tired really yeah, quick. It got tired real fast. <laughs> yeah. And then episode five, the one thing probably that caught me by surprise the most is you start seeing Eleven, you know, she goes and finding Billy or whatever, and then he disappears in this snap transition. And I've seen that snap transition so many damn times, I completely got lost that I was in Wait, Stranger which, Things. Which part are we talking about? <laughs> I was like, all of a sudden in the Marvel Universe. It was crazy. Oh, when she whenever uh, he turns to like smoke, oh. when it's like oh, he's right. trying to see her, and then he hides himself right. purposely. He turns to smoke, and I'm like, he just got, right. he got, just snapped. got snapped. Yeah, <laughs> I've been burnt by the snapping so funny. much. I didn't even think about that. Mm, interesting. So that was that episode, huh? Uh, okay. Yeah. And then also, that's the one where the hospital. Where well we haven't really talked about Nancy and Jonathan no. at all. Wait, but who are we? To have who are they? the paper guy, the two paper guys come <laughs> and dive into that whole turning into the blob and everything. That was when we first really get to see yes, the monster. That was, true. that was this episode. So the yeah. one thing I did like about right. this episode, there was the horror, the horror aspect of this episode. Oh, so much yes. fun to see that. I think yep. if we were going to talk about Nancy this this season, I think this was her probably her best episode, just because she had that kind of that cool look and she was really going after it. And it was definitely that kind of that horror vibe you had in the the hospital. Everyone's down what down in the bottom level, you know, kind of just chilling. Have they have no idea yeah, what's happening the above lobby. them, and they're like yeah. dying left and right up there. Is awesome. <laughs> I loved it. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And you know what else? This episode. Episode five, six, and seven, and eight—they all share the same thing of that classic '80s trope where people just get knocked right? across a the lot. room. No, no one, one kills dies. anybody. Nobody yeah. finishes no. anyone ever. They just it's, knock him across the room here, knock him across the room tree, there. Man. Jonathan's not that big of a guy. He is like oh, dead, sure. I think, oh, like yeah. ten times just in the hospital. Done. <laughs> Ded. And they get hit hard too. Yeah, I don't. That's yeah. pretty funny. But yeah, just there's so many times people are just knocked around. All the stupid mind flare could just stab him the way he stabs Billy at the end and just finish all yep, these kids one by one. I was gonna take him out slowly. <laughs> <laughs> no, kids, I expect you to die. Yeah. But you didn't like yeah, Nancy the... and Jonathan at the paper and the paper guys and Nancy Drew and her being like it a little reporter chick. Oh, I didn't hate it. It was just well, it was, it was good. Right. I mean, in the sense that Nancy was actually being i guess active in in an episode instead of trying to just i guess hunt down something like uh demogorgon or which i don't remember what she did last season really i don't think she did anything in season two like season one she gets the gun she goes to the upside down herself and she takes a whole proactive approach of going to joyce's house and helping with the letter and stuff i don't even know what she does in season two i don't recall her too much in season two i think she showed up like at the end like, I don't even think and she goes to it. the energy facility at the end when Bob no. gets killed her. No. I don't think she's uh, in that hole. Uh, she, they were driving, right? Her and... St- st- or, they're or was the, it just no, Steve? They're, they're doing the... 
they were doing they the party already, stuff. I think she, she just breaks up, up with Steve. Steve. That's all that she does with, um, in season two. With Jonathan, Jonathan. at the uh, Jonathan. Mr. Bumman's oh, house. Oh, that's what it was. That's where it, it yes. built up the relationship got the right word out that there's something happening in Hawkins, and they sent all the tapes yeah. out to everybody in the, in the newspapers, yeah. and that's how she mm-hmm. probably landed the job. I'm guessing the both of them. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. But I liked her in the paper. I like her being more proactive and... Doing oh, I do too. Nancy. I think it's, it's better for her yeah. character development this season, even though I was kind of like, there's so many characters now. It was like, oh, that's right. There's Nancy. Oh, that's right. There's Jonathan. <laughs> did you like the bundles they picked? They all. Like, I know, probably you yeah, like Scoop Troop, but did you like the whole bundles they picked? Because yeah. they bundled it off so, a lot. You have Joyce and Hopper, then you have Mike, Will, and Lucas, and then you have Max and Eleven, who then combined with Mike and Will, and then you Robin have Robin and the Scoop Troop, and then you have Nancy and I do have <laughs> Jonathan, and they're right. all doing the same thing from different angles. They're all you know experimenting. There's but one it's thing a different I wish angle. they would have done, but I'm going to save it for the end for episode eight, though. But I, I, otherwise, yeah, I, liked it. I won't fine. remember. Uh, oh, never mind. Griswold. Never mind. I was I was gonna say they had the Griswold family, the Scoops troop. The Griswold uh, family. They had they had a bunch of uh, different names, didn't they? Uh, but I think that comes yeah. later on. Anyways, well, I mean, you also with Topper, you have uh, Alexis and uh, yes. Oh yeah, Murray. Murray and Alexis. Yeah, Alexi and Murray. Those that, two together. That whole sequence. I mean, do we want to talk about Alexi now? Because that's heavy episode. Oh, we're already six. To well, six. Let's do it. But they introduce them in uh, oh, this episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But they go to actually Murray's house and go full in on getting the Burger King and getting the strawberry right. slushy mm-hmm. and all yeah. that And then stuff. he gives them the key. I love that, where he's like, he gives them the keys and says, go. Yeah. You can get out. You can go. Yeah. Hopper called and it. And he totally called <laughs> it. And like, it, you, he hears the engine going and everybody's like, dude, what the hell are you doing? And he's getting, a, he's, he's leaving. leaving. Dude, he's like, he's getting out of here. And he's like, nope, nope. Just watch. And then you could, I, I did like this, how he acted, how he was like, even in his eyes, you could see the, um, you might, I don't know if you bleep this out or whatever, but you could see the oh shit moment in his eyes where he's like, he's, I think he's going to leave. Yeah. He and then does. they all run out yeah. there. <laughs> like, oh gosh, he's going to do it. Okay. He's yeah. actually leaving. I think he was having too much fun with them. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, they get to watch, I get to watch <laughs> cartoons all day and drink Slurpees. Yeah, have a good here. Exactly. I don't have to be stuck inside uh, some kind yeah. of uh, cell. Oh, well, Alexi. Yeah. We didn't get to see Mr. Clark again after I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I love Mr. Clark. Yeah, he was, was great, great man. And his, his yeah. it, just that tiny scene that he was in was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, he, mm-hmm. he just, mm-hmm. like, if I had teachers like that when I was in school, I feel like I probably would have learned a lot more. Oh, yeah, I probably wouldn't be as dumb as I am now. <laughs> <laughs> because he, you could tell that he, even, even the actor, the actor just seems like the type of guy who enjoys to teach. Like he enjoys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would take the time to make sure that the person understands right. what he's talking about. And, and there was no stupid questions. Right. Like when she goes, well, what if, what if, uh, it wasn't my kids that knocked him off the thing. And then he's like, well, you would need a, you know, he goes into a whole th- thought process yes. where you would mm-hmm. need tons of 
ampage and all that other right. bs science lingo that i didn't <laughs> learn because lingo. i didn't have him as a teacher you should have had Rand- my mr clark is, uh, so shout out to randy havens he's a great actor so great, great actor man actor. does a good job. solid yeah it's a lot of fun too whenever he's on the screen and they had to fit him in somewhere because it's summertime right they're not in school how do you fit in the teacher and mm-hmm. it was great they right. got to have joyce trying to figure out mm-hmm. something who do i go to my kid's science teacher yeah, it's great. And when they when they when she pulls up to the uh, garage door, he's sitting there painting like little figures, like with great. his yeah. big goggle eyeglasses. Is awesome. Yeah, and that nerdy guy. You gotta love him. Yeah. And then we continue the science with Alexi. He kind of transfers it over mm-hmm. because now we have to do it through the translation yes. yep. of Murray. <laughs> Murray, who's yep. been compromised. The, those translations were yeah. pretty good. And Murray, Murray was because Hopper is just sitting there. He's like absolutely boiling in anger as he's waiting for the translation yep. to come across. And he has no patience whatsoever. It's really great. Yeah, I love all those scenes <laughs> in this bunker. It was fun. <laughs> oh, and I love that Murray continuously thinks that he's getting compromised every time that they do anything. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murray's great. I mean, we didn't even talk about stealing the Todd father car. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Todd Todd that Cadillac? Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Hopper nails <laughs> his scene in every episode right, of this season. you're making me come around to him. <laughs> there you go. God, he comes I just, out and I he's love like, him in every oh, season. I'm going to need your car. And he's like, what, 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 are, what police are you for? And he's like, you know, no police. police. <laughs> <laughs> they just leave. He's and I like sh- that he shows him his wallet and it doesn't even have his badge in it. He just does a real quick. He's like, where's your uniform? Oh, I'm undercover because he's wearing his Hawaiian shirt by then. It's like Miami Vice shirt because Eleven loves watching Miami Vice Fridays, right? 10 p.m. Aww. Is that why he did it? Because that's awesome. No, that's not why he did it. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, it, it, it was a fun scene taking that guy's car. Talking him fast. What about uh, then Joyce and uh, yeah, Joyce and Hopper together? Their scenes together throughout the season, that episode. Do you feel like there was some chemi- real chemistry there? Do you feel like it was kind of forced? What do you think? I think Murray said it better than I could when they're driving in the car on a, in yeah. episode oh. eight or episode seven. The I sexual mean, tension. That is one of the best. <laughs> yeah, the best Freudian analysis of two people ever. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe we can find that line because that is a classic. Because you can tell that she's like children. You can tell that she's like does not want to move on. Like she feels guilty, but also has a thing for Hopper. You can see the frustration. You know, she's like the guilt. I guess mostly. Yeah. Yeah, because she pictures Bob dying every single yeah. way possible, or having fun on the couch. All- Hopper, right. I'm busy tonight. I'm gonna heat up lasagna yeah, and right. Pete <laughs> and sit at home. <laughs> well, and the whole time all that stuff is going on, uh, the kids, the Scoops troop is down in the Russian base, <laughs> and like Steve's getting the the crud beat out of him by the Russians, you know, and they're all tied up, and then they get shot up with the uh, truth serum, mm-hmm. which makes the them both higher higher than a kite. Yeah. Was that this episode? No, that. I think that's not till episode. Yeah, that's near the end. I could have swore it was darn yeah. man. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Like, yeah, there I jumped ahead way too. No, it's no worry. We're jumping around yeah. all over. Yeah, them. we'll talk about that for sure because that was yeah. But just yeah, when they go down in the elevator, and you know, yeah, every single kind of line and combination between Steve and Robin is great. No matter what location they're at, no matter how things change, you go to the point where they're drugged up. 
and Robin finally spills her guts that I've been sitting behind you, you know, and she will find out actually an episode after he's drugged up that she wasn't infatuated (laughs) with Steve. She just noticed you every damn time sitting in front of me. (laughs) No, their, their pairing was great. They did a really good job bouncing those two off each other and really developing a relationship to the point so much that, you know, by the end you cared enough that they would get together, that it made a big difference by the end, but we'll get to that later. But it was like, yeah, every scene that they had together, every line together, they had, it just worked well together, you know, just like they had with, with him and Dustin, you know, it just works out well. Absolutely. Robin was such a great addition to the show. I mean, she just, she mm-hmm. really rounded everything out perfectly. It, yeah, I think so too. And I think we were all kind of worried about she her did. character. Like, okay, who's she going to be? Is she just going to be this lame new love interest that's going to show up? And yeah, that's really what I was worried so about. Oh, I absolutely. was too. And yeah. then, oh. Well, in the first, first time we even see Robin, not, not in the show, I mean, like in promotion stuff, was at Fun Days last year. Yeah. When, she when came we went out. to Funko Fun yep. Days last year and they announced the, uh, the Stranger Things Pops. And they come out with Robin and Steve and everybody's like, well, who the hell's Robin? Right, exactly. And we had to wait a year year. before (laughs) we find out who Robin actually is. And now I see who it is and I'm like, well, geez. And we should know. I mean, she's she's the the daughter of two great actors. So it makes sense that she would be a great actor. Right. right? So, yeah, no no surprise there. I didn't even know that last year when she showed up. I'm like, oh, what? I think it was Sully that had to tell me. Like, Tell oh, okay. people who she's the daughter of, so people aren't going. Well, uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. It's yeah. a great, great actors there. Yeah, she definitely has Ethan oh, Hawke yeah. in her face. It's a good thing she didn't get her voice, his voice, because that guy is so nasal. <laughs> he's kind of nasally in his, his <laughs> voice. Yes. Ethan Hawke. I'm, I'm a mega star. So he sounds like me. Is what you're saying? And, uh, <laughs> That's that's what he sounds. Oh wait, he sounds just like you. I <laughs> should be an actor. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Dingus. Dingus. Oh, Dingus. God, she said that so much. Yeah, she did. And so, episode six, we do get to start with the Toy Story Four carnival because I'm pretty sure Toy Story right? Four happened during Every this time exact they showed time that period. Scene, I'm like, oh my god, it's, the, it's a trailer <laughs> for Toy Story Four. We're gonna show something here, and it wasn't. Every yes. single angle of it, it looks like the it Toy really Story does. 4 carnival. I'm waiting for Buzz <laughs> to just flip out somewhere, fly in the yeah, back. I haven't seen the movie, and just based on the trailers, I'm like, oh my gosh, just like Toy Story. Just like it. It was pretty funny. And then we get the classic Fat Rambo yeah. title from Alexi Colin Hopper. I mean, Fat Rambo, that is <laughs> awesome. He's like, even if you were thin, Rambo, you couldn't get down there. <laughs> that was great. Great call out. Yeah, and actually, it was the fair where we, where we get a very sad scene of losing Lexi, uh, Alexi. Where I mean, and uh, I think, yeah. I think th- what made that scene even more sadder was Murray. Yes, he Murray was so happy. sold <laughs> his death <laughs> so good. I mean, Murray didn't die, but Alexi did, and right. Murray yeah. was so sad. Who lives by watching this new Russian friend of his just die in his arms right. and. I was just so impressed by Murray right there. Well, Trevor makes a good point. Sorry. Well, it was yeah, even worse. Josh. Yeah, sorry. It was even more so that uh, Alexi, yeah. he was enjoying yes. freedom. Yeah. The he was enjoying the being, yeah, being what Americans get to enjoy. Because I'm doubting they have those type of festivals in Russia. I'm sure they do. But back then, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> well, not, no, not, not, not so much in 1985. <laughs> I feel like uh, there was a lot more going on. And isn't it the Soviet yeah. Union at that point? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's USSR. Back in the US. The USSR! Back in the... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's... Tar- part of it is that he wins a Woody Woodpecker. Like, when he's playing the game, mm-hmm. and you see the Woody Woodpecker in the corner, you're like, win, win the it. Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> and then that's when he gets shot through. That was rough. Oh, my yeah, God. That was so sad. Was a well oh, and then they do the Murray whole silencer the thing. And that's... We all know silencers aren't actually silent, right? No, I know. <laughs> but for 80s um, spy movies, oh, they are. Oh, for sure, for 80s spy movies. <laughs> but it was Especially really loud. when the Terminator is doing it. You can't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carnival yeah, rides are going on. You're not going to hear that. Yeah, he waited for that balloon pop because he's he such oh, a that was, Okay, yeah, that was pretty... <laughs> he was good. watching that, them to throw that dart. <laughs> He timed it. But it was cool when he threw the dart, <laughs> when Alexi threw the dart to win Woody Woodpecker. Yeah. Uh, he had like a big crowd around him. All those him kids cheering like, on. Just yeah. seeing his face people. light up was adorable. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alexi. Yeah. And so this episode also has the point where it's the whole conversation between Mike and Max about what's good for oh, Eleven. Oh, yeah. And, oh, oh she yeah. can decide herself. She's an independent woman and all this stuff. And I get where they're going with that whole kind of conversation, but Mike is still right to want to protect someone who has no idea what their powers mean or do. Mm-hmm. And bleeding out of your nose as many times as she does well, this season, right, he, that can't be good. It he, doesn't he, help he, anything. And he said it too, he loves her. That's why he is doing this. Like, he is really worried about her. Hell, he doesn't want her to die. He doesn't want her to hurt herself. It's not like he's, like, trying to control him. I was worried too. Yeah. I've seen That's heroes, right. and I see Hero with his nose bleeding when he freezes time, and then he ends up dying yeah, in the exactly. show. So, so you don't want that <laughs> Come to happen on. to Eleven. Well, don't push Eleven over just trying to find... She was like not even try- she was like finding yes. Dustin at that point. She was already done right. finding Billy. Yeah, it was true cuz I mean, to me I was thinking the whole time she kept on using her powers over and over again. It's like, okay, when is it going to stop because mm-hmm. you know, you you got you got used to season 1 and 2 that she's going to do it for a small period of time and then she was just tired and couldn't do anything, but this one this season she was using them frequently. And I mean, I, oh, I guess like you said you'll you'll f- you find out more at the, towards the end of the the season what i mean the ramifications of her continuing well, and that to do was that. one of the weird things too yeah. is like like her powers varied like one second she could throw a car across the mall and the next second she can't you know do something as simple as you know whatever we're, we're getting, getting there getting we're there. getting oh, there. i'm That's sorry because there's a reason why <laughs> jumping can't do around, that. man it, all this jumping around is confusing <laughs> but, me no we're not, we're actually pretty solidly still on episode six. We get the point where while Eleven is looking out and she has like 20 napkins or Kleenex next to her with blood on her, Billy yes. sees her. And I'm like, it's it like is, the Night King like scene. Oh, yeah. I'm staring yeah. right at it. It is identical. <laughs> it was exactly like that. <laughs> he grabs her arm. I'm expecting some marks yep. on her arm. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> and then Billy says, now we can track you always, just like the Night King yep. can now track Bran uh-huh. always. So, wait a minute. Did uh, Game of Thrones get yeah, a sneak peek of uh, Stranger Things? Or did Stranger Which Things get a sneak peek of Game of Thrones? Well, it's Game of Thrones, this is from episode seven when he grabs his arm. That That's was like true. two years ago. That is true. I don't know if I would copy anything from episode seven from a creative standpoint, but yeah. I'm not a creator. <laughs> hey, technically, hey, don't bring yourself down, buddy. You are a creator. Look what we're creating right now. That's right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and so 
that essentially exactly ends with the whole kind of she finds the timber yard or the steel mill where the mind flayer is, but now the mind flayer knows where they are and he leaves there and he yeah, exactly. storms like, right nope, over to where here. they are. So it doesn't yeah. matter that she figured it out and so found where they're at. That's you know, <laughs> kind of a mood point, I guess, that, that part. And then we get the black smoke monster in the trees. Or essentially Jurassic Park 2 Lost World with the T-Rex in the trees. Yep. And the little girl sees it yep, from the top of the was what it was, uh, yeah. Ferris wheel. Definitely yeah. callback. Yep. Mike's little sister. Mommy. Lost World. There was a lot of Jurassic Park callbacks <laughs> as we went through episodes 6, 7, and 8. It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. For a movie that came out in because 1992 as well. I know, that's why yeah, right. it was funny. I expected more like Terminator 80s style references, but right at the start of episode 7... One of the characters says, spared no expense. Oh, the mayor says it when he's introducing yeah. the yes! carnival. And then <laughs> you have the big, huge monster in the bushes. And then when they're driving the, the, away, you the, have the guy storming the after them. And then they're in the car and they both stand up out of it and look back. Just like when they first see the Dilophosaurus in the first Jurassic Park. It was there weird was how many lot. Jurassic Park... Like, I love Jurassic Park, so they're really easy to see. But there was a bunch of... And then there was things. an Australian guy, and whenever the raptor came through the bushes, he goes, Clever, <laughs> Clever girl. girl. Yes. And then he becomes mind-fried or whatever. <laughs> that doesn't actually happen. No, it does not. It just... <laughs> and that guy in the toilet? No. Anyways, yes. <laughs> there were a lot. Uh, and so that that's so that's when we get to see the big huge meat sack thing coming at them when they're at the <laughs> house or whatever and they can see meat sack in the distance. And that distance doesn't look very far at all. That looks about maybe yeah, like 10, 20 paces for seconds. this big thing. And then they have time to go in. Jonathan gets an axe. Nancy gets a shotgun. They all like board up the house and stuff. It's like he should have cleared that distance Easily. in about 15 yeah. seconds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For sure. That was movie magic, guys. <laughs> it was something. Maybe it got distracted by something. Like maybe it saw a flower and was like, oh, that's pretty. Ooh, yeah. pretty flower. And that's, of course, <laughs> Will had a tingle right, right before. That big, like, there's this huge stomping sound, and the oh, trees are like falling over. And they zoomed in <laughs> Will's neck. What is this? What does that mean? It's here. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Will. Yeah, you're really wise. Glad you're a part of the <laughs> Will was a Jon Snow of this season. Right? He just had one word, one, yep. I guess, like, one word yeah, he was uh, scenes. Jon Snow this season. Poor Will. And then the arm sequence through the house. Did you guys think that was dumb? The little tiny extensions of arms that are breaking through Hopper's shack my, instead of him just pile driving the whole thing yeah, and body slamming it. My, my yeah. problem with those things is they seem to have, or you don't see eyes on them, but they seem to be able to see, you know? Like they're able to locate. Well, Demogorgons can see and you don't see that's any eyes on them. That's a good call. Yeah, okay. maybe they can well, sense I just them. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. they sense like some bats or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's stranger things. That's vibrations. your problem with this show, man. No, uh, no, no, no. That was my problem with <laughs> tentacle things. And honestly, it really wasn't even that big of a deal. Right, I just right. wanted to be a Point part of the out. conversation sure, of a little bit more. <laughs> no, just that house sequence. It seems it goofy. goofy like it was more impending doom, and then it turned out this little like these little strands. Like, oh, here, let's send in the spaghetti when we could send yeah. in a tank. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I know why. I did not enjoy that aspect of that scene. I liked it all the way up until the monster came. I was like, oh. <laughs> that Spaghetti. was a great analogy. <laughs> Let's not send in the tank. Let's the throw we spaghetti do get to in see there. <laughs> when Eleven rips his head apart, though, that was pretty awesome. What was that? Yeah. 
It was worth that payoff when Eleven rips his oh, head into it. Wow, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really neat. Yeah, he didn't enjoy that much, did he? My flair. No. <laughs> he got Terminator 2 And of course, Eleven Talk gets about a splitting grabbed headache. onto Am in I that right, sequence. Guys? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Stole uh, my thunder. There was a bunch of times, though, it was the fight with Billy and this fight where the other kids are just yeah, standing there. Yeah, they don't help. There. Go Eleven! Woo! They get their like cheerleader outfits on. It's like they don't do anything yeah, at all. Like, I understand they're not necessarily can do anything, but when Billy's strangling her, they just all four of them and stand go, oh and my stare God. at Billy until like ten minutes later, Mike <laughs> finally picks up a pipe yeah. and hits him in the back. Strange, huh? And this kind of yeah. has the same vibe where they're all like Nancy's like, Well, I fired all my shots in my shotgun. I'm not gonna reload or anything. I'll just stand here now. <laughs> stand here. <laughs> and Jonathan's like, Oh, the axe is across the room, you know. Uh, that's a long ways. I'm just going to chill here and see. Hopefully, yay, 11. You got yeah, everyone's this. Everyone's like, oh, 11's got this. We'll that... s- figure it out. Find a way. And then she finally gets grabbed and is being pulled away. And they're like, oh, my God, not 11. Finally, yeah, we have to, have help to actually her. do oh, something. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, my God. Was, uh, not well done in that in their part. Was well, that the part where she gets the cut in her leg or whatever? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then they've yeah. got to dig out. That was nasty. Where yeah, they had to dig the, the end, little yeah. worm. Oh, come on. I keep going ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. But essentially, that sets the thing where it grabs her leg. So they have to go to the store and try to heal it up. And that's where Lucas conveniently finds fireworks, fireworks which will be lose, mm-hmm. used later in the program. It's like those fireworks are going to be used. Right? <laughs> More so as a those... distraction, unfortunately. But. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really do. didn't do much, but you know what? It was a damn good uh, distraction for them. So I would really lo- worked out. It was a great Fourth yeah. of July. Well, I'll save that too. for episode episode eight. Anyways. Right? Yeah. So also in this sequence, we have essentially the arm sequence, and then ripping Hopper and Joyce relationship, which we talked about. But then we get to Nancy becomes an expert driver before they get to the store. She somehow does this awesome oh U-turn. Oh my god, yeah. That was a great U-turn, huh? the station wagon. I don't mm-hmm. know where like she got the driving Fast Stranger Things at. or something. Well, and that was the thing. I, mean, I was like, wait, well, who was driving? Because when it happened, they didn't actually show the driver until they park. And it's like... Because it was a stunt man. man. Hold on. there's that, that doesn't make sense at all. Right? Do, <laughs> station wagons are pretty boxy. They don't yeah, have handling like that. Wagons, she pulls that you off can't do that with a station wagon. Yeah. No sorry. But in old 80s movies, they could. Of course. Yep. Speaking of old 80s movies, we get to the point (laughs) where Robin and Steve are left in the theater to watch Back to the Future. Oh, and it was glorious. Right? Because here's the thing that I really enjoyed was they're all sitting there right once Doc Brown sends the DeLorean into the future, one minute into the future, and everybody in the crowd. They show a, a, a shot of everybody in the crowd and everybody is just their eyes are wide in wonder. And I'm like, yes, that's how people in the 80s <laughs> saw Back to the Future for the first time. That's his yep. favorite part. Oh, it, I would have loved to have been in that theater. I was in that theater. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> anyways i was being actually no uh, uh, at that point i wasn't even born yet i was one month away from being born mm. yeah I would... that's funny though the sequence they did show 
was awesome because it was the terrible special effects where the DeLorean comes out back and Doc's like, get out of the way. And they don't get out of the way where that car reappears. They're totally splattered based oh, no on way. the special effects yeah. they do. In Are that you sequence. kidding me? Watch the movie. Watch That's the all mo- I noticed. Oh, my okay, this is coming from a guy who has never seen Back to the Future, so do not listen to I've that. I've seen it. I just haven't seen two hours you know straight. No. And I've seen that sequence and the DeLorean's not they got run over by the DeLorean. God. We the rest of the movie the is like dream sequence or <laughs> whatever. Changing the subject <laughs> There is that movie in the hospital is with comas because they got ran over by a car. That movie is perfect. Okay. All right. Now that we got that uh, uh, over with. Anyways, I love that whole scene, the whole sequence, that whole episode. Yeah. Right. Because then, well, what was the first movie that yeah, they Steve saw and Robin. in the first episode? They went to go see a yeah. scary movie. Yeah, they saw Evil Dead. Oh, uh, it was, uh... No, it wasn't Evil Dead. But Dawn of the Dead. The walk, uh, Sorry. uh, Day, Dawn of, Day the of the Dead. It was Day, the second one. Dawn. It was Day of the Dead, yes. Right. It was the yeah. one with the Halloween, yeah. Yep. Jeez Louise. But yeah, they Who's saw Louise? that, and that's when he got the tingle on the back of his neck. He got the first Peter tingle. The Wilt. Yep. That's when all the power yep. went out. Mm-hmm. And that's when the magnets dropped. Yep. And no one thought that was suspicious at all in the entire town, yeah, except for Joyce Byers. <laughs> and how come Joyce Byers was the only one that had magnets that fell? That's what we're saying. We don't know. It's well, no, did nobody else? I guess everyone else didn't care. Like Miss Driscoll, she was too busy eating fertilizer yeah, to know right? that the magnets fell off. That her was fridge. the sweetest old lady. Well, God, it? she seemed so cute. Did she mention it, though, that she kind of like, since all these things have happened, she now sees things that happen as, you know, something yeah, strange can be happening. Same. Yeah. She's more open to stranger things are happening. Tinfoil hat lady. (laughs) And then back to the fair. One of my favorite parts is that they there was a fun house in the distance, and I'm like, man, I hope they go to the fun house. And then Hopper's going to the fun house. I'm like, go to the fun house, go to the fun house. And then he goes in the fun house. I haven't been in a fun house (laughs) in like 20 years, but fun houses are hilarious. Why (laughs) has it been that long? Right? You should go. There's no fairs by me that Uh, have the fun house. Come down to the San Diego fair next year. I'll take you there. Maybe we'll have one. I'll even win you a Woody Woodpecker. That carnival thing. Yeah. Oh, hey now. Well, I kind of knew they were going to go in the funhouse because they showed it in the trailer. So I was like, okay, cool. This is going to be a fun little scene. I don't watch no stinking oh. trailers. I watched the trailer. Actually, I finished episode eight. And I'm like, wow, that trailer too spoils it. Does. A bunch it spoils a lot of it, surprisingly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the, the, the last trailer that they had it spoiled it, the whole thing. It like, showed a lot. It's like the end of the season. Yeah. I still love the trailer where they just introduce Starcore yes, Mall and advertise that. it. That could have been the else. only trailer that would have been perfectly happy. But yeah, the fair was fun. The whole scene where he was punching the guy through the punching bags and stuff, that was great. And then he shoots the Terminator guy six yes. times in the chest. And I was like, that was way yeah, too easy. I knew it was. And then mm-hmm. you kind of saw like no blood yeah. come out. And I'm like, he has a yep. stupid bullet. Hey, best. man, you always go back to double tap. Double tap always and aim for the head. head. Aim for always. the head, double tap, baby. <laughs> for the head. Come on, watch your zombie land. Or in game or uh, Infinity yeah, War. That too. Aim for the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then speaking of, like, that guy and Hopper and their whole dynamic, Hopper gets to killing oh, a yeah, bunch right? of people. Like, it's mm-hmm. totally acceptable. All like, he sudden, goes and kills, I don't know, like, okay. like, oh, they're Russians, so it's okay. He murdered a bunch. He's, he's like a serial killer people. at a certain point. <laughs> the largest body count, I think. Oh, but he's the he's best character, man. though, so it's okay. <laughs> he is. He's the best character. 
I didn't say he was the right, best he guy. Was a be- he was a good guy. <laughs> I just said he was the best character. <laughs> he killed so many people. It was like so okay. Joyce is like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got the suits. Mm-hmm. It's cool. <laughs> right. Well, they were all Russians, so it really didn't I matter. I guess not. <laughs> no, I no. Not. I mean, yeah. they're that, that. That's was the theme. Soviet Union. These. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Yeah, they weren't Russians. They were. Yeah. Right. So Soviets. Soviets. And did you like? So episode eight was an hour and seventeen minutes, the longest it of the it. run. And did you like mm-hmm. when the whole gang got back together? To then break back into their existing pods I like know. two minutes later. I was like, oh, cool, they're all back together. Oh, I know. oh, we're all breaking off again. And they didn't even break up in different pods. Didn't you want to see, like, mix and match. I don't know, Steve yeah, hang with Mike or. I didn't want to see <laughs> Steve with hang with anybody Robin? else except for Robin and Dustin. <laughs> I don't want to see Steve hanging out with Mike. Mike sucks. Steve is pretty. Steve's nailed every single character interaction. So I think he might as well. Pull it off. Yeah, I think it's more credit to Steve. But can Mike? Yeah. With that big goofy face of his? You know, more the goofy hair. What was hair. up with that? How come the kids have... Break, man. Will and Mike don't have 80s hair. They, they have do. 60s I don't hair. Know why I don't either, know why. I lived through the well, 80s. Well, <laughs> he didn't have that hairstyle. But look at, look at the parents. parents. Yeah, look at, look at Mike's dad. Mike's dad is an old, nerdy, like... He, yeah. He's... Sleeping all the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but like those kind of haircuts were for like little kids back then. Like I had that. Yeah, when I was like three or four. Yeah, but not when I was like thirteen. Yeah, they're like fourteen yeah, or something. I did not. Yeah. Well, I think they were. It almost seemed like they were trying to make them look younger, but it wasn't. Oh, succeeding. I know. It wasn't succeeding. It didn't work because Could Mike's be. shorts were so He's short. So His legs looked like they were oh ten foot long. Well, okay, so for instance, like my neighbors, my neighbors have uh, teenage kids, or not teenage, they're like eleven and twelve or something like that. But they they've hit that growth spurt to where they're all arms and legs, and all their shorts are super high on them because they're still wearing their little kid clothes. But they've hit that growth spurt, so now they're all right. Like, no, if anything, that was deadly. Around. That's deadly accurate because in the yeah. 80s, everything was short shorts. Yeah, no, I like the, the clothes. Hair. It was the just hairstyle. The hairstyle. Was dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Nancy had the big hair before she gets all super flustered. Billy has the perfect 80s oh, yeah. hairstyle. 80s was he was rocking it. Nancy Billy. by the end ended up having like the perfect hairstyle. Like it finally like unteased perfectly. Like it was like the right look. And then of course, shout out to Always. Steve's hair. Steve's hair. Yeah, take out the hair. It's always on point. The hair. Steve, the hair Harrington. <laughs> what am I supposed to how can I wear this hat? It gets right? rid of my best superpower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to Robin and Steve though, after they leave the theater, they go into the bathroom and they finally open up where Steve's like there's this girl, I don't know, right, you know, scene. she's like super awesome, oh, yeah. super friend and stuff. And we get the whole conversation and then Robin finally tells that I wasn't obsessed with you. I was with obsessed Tammy. that the person that I like was yes. obsessed with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I want to say that's probably the best. And that, that was just a great really, series. It really was good because you got to see Steve kind of think out, well, what, what do you mean you weren't into me? And then realize, oh, you're into oh, girls yeah. and then be and then immediately right. go, OK, turn it into a joke and be like, yeah. you know what? I'm OK with this. Hey, we it turned it into like being yes. we're, we're buds. We're back we're to being friends. friends. It doesn't again. matter. Yeah, we're back to being best friends. Yeah, right. It was a great story. It was a great character arc 
through the season because you kept thinking like, oh, my God, they're going to fall in love with each other. And then they spun it around on everybody. And it was great. It was just a great moment. And you can see her like react to that, like, oh, my God, have I like you've been thinking this the whole time and I feel bad about it. And he's like, poor Steve. Like, yeah. that's not what I meant. Robin yeah. delivered those lines so yeah. well, too, to just go say where she's coming from and what it means and yeah. all of that stuff. It was great. And she was still spot on too. He was still a jerk. You know, he was still this like pretentious yeah. asshole. It's the way he was. You know, <laughs> didn't change yeah. that. All your bagel right? sesame seeds were just on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God. But yeah, then going into the joke of saying she sounds like a Muppet and they right? sing like oh, Muppets. God. Just a that was scene, fun too. Man. And they're laying on the bathroom yeah. floor. Right after, so they both, they actually physically puked their guts out and spilled their guts out in that same scene. Right. It was great. Just great. A great yep. analogy. Great scene. Great writing. Great acting. That 80s bathroom yep. design, too. <laughs> Those colors of not, an 80s not bathroom. Not too dissimilar, though, to a, like a, a Target. So you still have that. If you want to visit a Target, yeah. you can revisit the 80s. <laughs> Uh, and so once the band does split mm -hmm. again, though, we have our familiar Scoops Troop and Griswold family and all that good stuff. Now we get to the whole. It gets kind of mm -hmm. goofy again. You know, it has this whole like dips of seriousness, I, I, goofiness, and it off. mixes and matches right in like climax. Yeah, they couldn't figure it out. Like they couldn't figure out how to end it. When the monster grabs the walkie talkie <laughs> and uses it to scream into it. And then Dustin's like, guys, are you okay? Right? Seriously, that's your response when a monster screams into the walkie-talkie. It got ridiculous. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind it being ridiculous if like that was the tone of the show from the beginning. It was right. consistently ridiculous. But it work. Yeah, but they had to be serious. It just doesn't points. work. They gotta figure out tone. Tone is very hard to handle sometimes, especially if you do want to be goofy. You gotta handle it right. And it was tough. It was rough that last episode. It's like, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. So, yeah, yeah, because that, I, you know, they're goofy driving up the mm -hmm. hill and the car goes out and they go back up to call Susie. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, even Joyce and, and him. But it was their... super fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, the goofiness I still enjoyed. It was just awkward. Juxtaposed to everything else. Yeah. Yep. Right. Because that's when the monster's about to break through the roof and Will's getting his tingles. <laughs> and then. They have the Jurassic Park out of the Jeep scene when Steve and Robin are the first time they mm -hmm. see the monster. They're both like, oh, my God. They're still kind of dirty, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Oh, and that's when Billy shows up, too, in the car, and he's just revving yeah, the car for like was that 15 about? minutes or whatever. Why did he just stay there? <laughs> he just so sat weird. there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, of course, somehow Steve comes at the very split second. So Billy's going, he's gunning it. He's going, I don't know, 60, 70 miles per hour to run into Nancy. Nancy's not going to get out of there in time. And Steve is driving from a hill like 10 miles away. And he arrives in the split yep. second to make sure that he knocks Billy's car out of the way. I like how they hit it and uh, they're not wearing seatbelts and they didn't fly out. Yep. Nothing happened to him at all. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> it should have been a PSA it for seatbelts. Steve flies out the front. <laughs> Steve dies. Kids, remember... <laughs> <laughs> Wear your seatbelts. This is in 1985. Wait, Stranger uh, Things was a PSA for seatbelts the whole time? <laughs> it was just one big setup. It, didn't Billy end up being kind of like a, like kind of a Jesus character and sacrificing himself for everyone? He did really at the end right? of it all. Yep. Yeah, he finally somehow 
Eleven just saying those few words of your mom oh, is really yeah, pretty yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn, my mom was right. pretty. Wait and that brings him out of it. <laughs> How it ties to everything, I don't... I don't well, she was trying to do the whole rainbow, you know, rainbow door, flower, all that stuff that was done to her. That's what she was yeah. trying to do to him. I get it. I get what they're trying to do, but man, it was a hard sell. What is he... Well, it's it, it gave meaning to her in the storm of on course. the beach, seeing the storm in the distance and of going course, through which Billy's memories. Which is a great memories. scene. Like, it gives credence to their story, but I don't know if it gives credence right, to the It was very cool, though. Like, <laughs> it was a cool that, uh, that whole, It was cool, but it was a little confusing why they did that. But then, I mean, obviously you got the... You, you got it all at the end. Because when you first go into the dreams of... Or the memories of Billy, it's almost kind of out of nowhere. No, I, I mean, it was out of nowhere, but I understood why they were doing it. Well, he, she's looking for him. That's right. when she does the whole brand mm-hmm. night thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was looking for him and ended up in his memories and went far back in his memories. And I'm like, oh, this is how they're going to set him up for us to care about him when he does die. So that's when I was like, oh, he's going to die. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like, still oh, didn't. Dying. And, okay. and it worked. Because <laughs> like, the only scene that really made me kind of like tear up was that, that whole scene. That scene was really well done, I thought. I know, because the whole the whole time I was thinking, I mean, I want Billy to die. Right. And then you he's get to that jerk. scene, you're like, oh. And then when that happens, it's like, oh, man, no, okay, Billy. Well, that's how I felt season well, two, Billy. I was Billy. saying that Billy was just a yeah. jerk because his dad beat him. They went to yeah. the really easy, this guy is jerk because of he has daddy bit. issues. Right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you could have developed Billy a bit more than that if you're going into his memories. You could have gave him memories for whatever. You're designing them from yeah. scratch because you didn't develop him at right. all last season. No, they didn't. They, yeah. they should have. Like they they crammed a season worth of character development in a scene, which kind of sucks. It's like they should have done that yep. before. They yeah. dropped the ball. And then we get to the climax sequence of the whole thing where we get the fireworks going off when it looks like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Oh yeah, Lucas oh, yeah. has fireworks. And the one thing about the fireworks, though, is that the Mind Flayer hates heat. I don't know why they didn't somehow ignite fires, right. break all yeah, the gas totally. on all the food places in the food court, and just light the whole thing on fire. And what I but, would have done is I would have... And then Mike's talking physics when they flip the car over, and he doesn't have intelligence enough too, to think right? that the guy hates heat. <laughs> <laughs> but what I would have done is I would have had Lucas save like the M80 for last and throw it in his mouth and have him explode right as the gate closed. So they thought that they are the ones that killed the Mind Flayer. That would have been a fun little twist. Well, we get into the whole gate and Billy and fireworks and Joyce and Hopper and everything. It all ties into the yeah. thing that... I don't know what David Harbour's doing. Like, so the big climax of the movie or the show is that David Harbour essentially right. dies. Hopper's dead. He dies because he kills the Terminator guy. And when he kills the Terminator guy, he takes a super ass beating again. He Hopper takes an ass does. kicking better than like any character I've ever out. seen. Except for Steve. <laughs> and then Steve finally... takes an ass kicking real good too, man. I know, I know. I don't know. <laughs> but that was just a regular guard. He wasn't fighting right. the Terminator. Yeah, Hopper gets beat up. <laughs> and so... He does get that 80s one-liner in, though, where he says, see you in hell, right before he throws him into the thing. Because you can't just kill anyone in 80s movies. You need to send him away with a line. (laughs) (laughs) See you in hell. Such an Indiana Jones line. But that's the whole thing where, I don't know, it doesn't seem like he had to die, or it seems like they could have choreographed it different, so it did seem like he imperatively had to die. Like, Joyce... As Dustin yeah. yelling in her right. ear, do it, close the gate, close the gate. Dustin has no idea what's going on, and Joyce has no idea what's going on, and Hopper has no <laughs> idea what's going on. And right now, Billy just got killed. He gave him extra time. It's not like the thing is about to kill, like, rip 11 in half, 
or is strangling Mike or holding mm-hmm. Eleven up to strangle her, and they have to do it right. right this second. So I think they could have changed the choreography if you want to say that Hopper's sacrificing himself. Like Joyce had time for Hopper to get back yes. into the safe room. That, that was my big my big uh, yeah. thing with this. The ending of the season was that it was not, as you said, choreographed really well. In my opinion, it, it was choreographed so unwell that mm-hmm. I almost did not care that he died. Because I, I mean, probably knew that like oh, he probably isn't really dead. You know, kind of a thing. Even I was about he did to die. say, yeah. Do you so guys like, actually think he's dead? No, but that that's not the thing. The, the point is like I it didn't choreograph it choreograph it well enough for me to care. I think I felt like I felt like it was like, what is yeah. he doing standing there? What is happening here? Like it, it was really confusing. Yeah, he gives the yeah, little smile. Like, okay. I'll <laughs> yeah, I can, I can the run world, over there. But no, nope, Joyce is like, oh, crap. Time's up. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree. It seems like Joyce just wanted to kill Hopper so she didn't have to because she promised him. She didn't want to go like, on the date, I guess. <laughs> key turn. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Silly. Yeah, I think they should have just had the mind flare be killing one of the kids, and Joyce had yes. to do it right then. That, that yeah. would have made it much better because at the end of season two, you had the point where Steve could have sacrificed himself to save. Like he's pushing Dustin up as the last kid when they're in okay. the little tunnel, and the demi dogs mm-hmm. are closing in, and then all of a sudden Steve gets time to oh, be right, pulled right, out right. too. Right, kill Steve right there. Like, but, yeah, awesome. but it would have been a great, it's great moment. that they kept in season three. But if you have that choreography and make that, it meaning to sacrifice somebody, yeah, follow, follow through. through. I agree with you 100%. That's one of the weaknesses. It's I think this season. Was well, that. because people like these characters a lot more. I mean, I know. Eh. I don't know. I think Hopper would have been better to keep around. Again, I liked Hopper. I thought he carries part of this season and season one. So to kill him off, if they would have killed Mike or Will, who are like totally unnecessary, what, they're kids so you can't kill them? No one would have, you know, it's just weird that they went after such a key character when you have other characters who I think would have had more meaning, but they're kids, I know, so you can't I, kill. So that's what goes back to the point I said a long time ago: is that they should have they should have killed right. they should have killed Mike. It would have made so much more sense if he were the one to either die or transform or do something or go into the other realm, whatever they needed to do. So like he never got the chance to let you know Eleven know that they that he actually likes them. They never got to it. Yeah, he jumped like say the yeah. the things diving right. right at Eleven. He jumps something in the like way. That. He gets stabbed exactly. right in the chest, and then Joyce flips the switch exactly. and Mike's dead. They should have done that. That would have been awesome yeah <laughs> not that I, I mean nothing against him i lightly you know, like that going. guy but you know it's well, what did his you guys, character <laughs> just that so with with hopper dying what mm-hmm. did you guys think of the letter that he left that l finds it was nice i guess i mean I, it was nice i, I guess was yeah. i thought yeah, the letter was amazing about i thought cry, the letter was one of the dude, best parts of the like, whole season this is so meaningful <laughs> so and beautiful here here comes my second gripe with this season i, I actually oh like the what, what was written in the letter is great uh-huh. i mean i have nothing against the letter itself my issue with this whole season was i felt like hopper and 11 had no relationship this whole season it's like that they, was his daughter. It's like they were not together almost a single episode this whole season. And then they see each other for like two seconds, hug, and then he dies and she's sad. Like, I would have loved it because I was so excited at the end of season two where he said he was going to be, you know, his her father. I'm like, cool, this is going to be some great father-daughter relationship stuff in season three and build on it. And they didn't mm. do anything with it except for that one scene. Well, <laughs> like, I, okay. It was like, really? I, I don't know. I, just... I hear you and understand, but I think it was it worked out even perfect because the whole thing about Eleven moving away from the house is that she wasn't supposed to do that. 
Sure. So it was her, you really knew her relationship with, with Hopper was that father-daughter relationship. So her going through everything, you're hoping to see them be reunited to where you see Hopper just ignore the fact that she he went she went against his orders and everything like that and was out in the open and to see the way how it ended to where he is is mm-hmm. initially dead to where she finally realizes oh i should have really appreciated what he told me to do and yeah. o- I mean, obeyed fair him. Point. so I, just, I didn't feel i didn't see that happen though i i see what you're saying prog they told more about what they did together as father daughter in the letter than they ever right. showed on they screen. Were, yeah, they yeah, you're supposed to show don't tell and they were telling us. And I was like, mm. but they they definitely that letter though, taken by itself and just killing off Hopper and what he actually did want to say to Eleven and then he never does and what she means to him. And then playing we could be heroes in the background and seeing Joyce move around. Oh, it's great. I don't know. I I I thought it was a cool, was great, great sequence. sequence. But I understand yeah, just, the greater concept. I think it would have had a bigger impact though if they had maybe at least a few more scenes together or something. That's just me. Yeah, yeah, possibly. And yeah. then, just in terms of money, how come Eleven's going with Joyce? Like, she sold her terrible house in Hawkins, Indiana. She couldn't have gotten much for that oh, little shack no. in a terrible Definitely location. They're and now she, hotel. Jonathan was already complaining that he doesn't have any money to Nancy. Like, Nancy, you're super rich or yep. whatever. Your dad is awesome. You have a two-story house. And so, how come Eleven doesn't just go move Mike. into yeah. my, my guess house? is Mike's. that she... I don't think Joyce no, can but I support think that, Eleven. I think that she tr- she mm-hmm. trusts Joyce more than any other character right now, other than Hopper, who died. Because she's the one that was with her the whole time in the bathtub scene. Yeah. Um, no, that's fine. That's true. But what? who does Joyce trust? I like Joice does oh, I not have, I have money. No idea like, what she's going to do. Great. Mm-hmm. I love that you love me, but I can't even support I Will know. and Jonathan. To be completely honest. No <laughs> idea. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. What the hell is she going to do? Maybe they'll live in that van for a while. Down by the river somewhere. Down by the river. That's right. <laughs> Down by the river. <laughs> Yeehaw. And so we wrap everything up. What did you guys think of three months After later? After credit scene? Do we need three months later to wrap everything up? Uh, it gave mm-hmm. hope for a season a four. After all the talk about how they're talking about canceling it, it definitely gave hope for that season four. Was you haven't been 20 by the time well, season maybe four? they're going to college or something. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I know it's no, they were talking about that they're going to end after four yeah. or five, right? Four. Yeah, they say they can't, they could promise four, but beyond that, they're not. It depends how yeah. four goes. Yeah, yeah I but don't these know. stories, I mean, these stories don't have to focus on these characters either. That's what they That's need the to thing. do. That's the thing. They introduced... That, yeah. they, they really need Stranger Things that happen. They, exactly. Everywhere. They introduced yeah. all these other uh, powerful characters in season two and then did nothing with them. Now we can... You know, your season yeah. fours and your season fives, six and not beyond can be mm-hmm. other characters and other people that have gone through what Eleven went through. And how are they yeah. dealing with their lives like in an urban city or, right. you know... That type of yeah. area. I do have a feeling. No, go ahead, Josh. Well, I mean, well, I mean, it's the, how you t- mentioned that is kind of. I was. I agree with what Prague was saying about that one episode in season two being one of his favorites because they introduce the other uh, uh, kids like Eleven, but yet they neglected that this whole season. So we never saw them still again. Alive. All this stuff um, just dropped. Yeah. Anyways. But I don't know. Is that uh, I know right now. Currently, season two didn't exist, and I appreciated that of season three. 
Yeah, because currently, like, Dark Horse right now is doing a run of mentioning these the kids. So right now they're doing a run of, to to let you know about these other ones. A run of comics? Yeah. the Stranger Things. Oh, run, awesome. Yeah, the comics. Very cool. Nice. So um, I don't know if that's something they're going to build up for season four to where they're going to go into that direction. But I yeah, think that it's was just some, people love missed. the kids so much, and so they mm-hmm. continued yeah. with them rather than like I don't even know if this yeah. was their original was. story plan to go that with was the my kids. Point. I think they're trying time. to shoehorn a, a story in here with these kids, and I don't think they knew what they were going for. Like they tried a few things, and it wasn't working out. So like, mm-hmm. okay, let's go back to the mind flare and bring the kids back. And I don't know if well, they I know. Could, I could be okay if they lose Mike. If they got rid of Mike, I'd be a okay, <laughs> man. I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're know, right? because they know that I don't like them. <laughs> I think if they want to go full goofy, go full goofy. I mean, I, I do miss the, the more poignant aspects of the show from season one. But if you if that's what they want to do and that's fine with me, too, because I had fun. I had fun. It was a fun season, but I really very miss, fun. Yeah, I really miss season one a lot. Like that whole yeah. tone, the feel, the music. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, season one was so amazing. Good. That's what you fell. That's how right. you fell in love with the show. Is yeah, and it's one. tough to. And I think they became too popular too. Because, I think yeah. that was part of the reason. Like we talked about with yeah. Game of Thrones, the popularity of it became of so Thrones, big, yeah. it became bigger than them. Like what they wanted to do, that they were kind of like really focusing on yeah. um, how to please the fans. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It defines right. their decisions. We didn't even talk about the never-ending story sequence where Susie... You mean our song? So Dustin mentioned Susie in episode Cates. one. Hotter than Phoebe Cates. <laughs> and they get to hold... Essentially, Dustin nice. needs Plank's constant to give to Hopper to put into the system to get the briefcase to get the keys. And she says no. <laughs> literally not understanding yeah, no that the whole the fate of the thing. world is depending on this. And she's like, come yeah, on, no, sing with me. She's oh, she was so great. The pro, whoever they got to uh, as her as the character was fantastic. What a great little character. She yes. was cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cute. she did crazy. look like Phoebe Cates though. She had that young like yeah that young she, kind yeah. of Phoebe Cates look right with the ponytail and everything. It was fun. It was a good little scene. And then she had Turn Dustin's hat around, in the background, which is great too. Look at what you see. Okay. There's a nice little <laughs> Easter egg in the background. Don't get that song season And uh, like Dustin's hat from season one, she had it on her nightstand back there yep and then we didn't even talk about the cool start of season one where dustin 11 turns on all of his electronics yeah. all of his little toys and robots and stuff and oh to out. say surprise that was just a yeah. fun sequences of course that was a yeah the well you know what trailer, that's that's yeah that's like a straight up like et moment right there it was definitely yeah like but and then they had a little r2d2 that's what they did so well r2d2 was rolling yeah. around that yeah. was pretty cool cool and so what did you guys think of the end or mid credit scene, I guess? The mid uh, What was the mid credit scene? Essentially oh, they okay. go to I Russia. I didn't realize there was an end credit oh, scene. Oh yeah, and he <laughs> says not the American. Oh my goodness. What do you, what do you mean? Mean? I thought that was the yeah. end credit scene. Um I what, guess there yeah, was Yeah, I oh, thought okay. that was the end credit scene okay, as well. Okay, so the mid credit scene, I guess. Yeah. Um Well, no, it's the mid credit scene because there's uh, credits I after. I thought there was another one. Yeah. Yeah. End credit scene right, is right, once right. all the credits are done. Come on, get in your Marvel ideas of mid credit and credit um <laughs> well, you know the thing i liked about it was that it leaves that door open for hopper right. being alive yeah because they, they say no not the yeah. american that's what i didn't understand so everyone or thinks it's hopper. Papa? Ooh, didn't oh, think about yeah, that yeah, it could, it could be, be Papa. is it a red herring what is this what is, who is you know it? what because I can't well, imagine I hopper it, lived through that to be honest i think i honestly i think <laughs> I it's hopper and i agree because 
for one, you think where did all how, how did all the Russians disappear? How'd they get away? And then when they're when they're running into to the bunker, they show the under mm-hmm. under area of where the the whole whatever machine or whatever was at, so Hopper well, could just fall down. Well, he was in the scene, too. Like, when you actually escape go that way. watch the scene back, he's not on yeah. the bridge when it explodes. So he left. He's not in there. So he either went yeah. through the portal or he hid in yeah, the doorway somewhere. So he didn't He didn't die yeah. by the machine. He may have died, but who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's just a portion of that, that scene, but the part that I liked the most was the yeah. showing of the Demogorgon. Yeah, so they is... finally showed yeah, a like, Demogorgon oh, after... Oh my god, two seasons. Because they only had demi dogs in season two. They didn't even have a demi gorgon in That's season true. two. That is true. So, yeah. what do you think of the CGI demi gorgon? Because it feels like season one demi gorgon was more like it practical was, right? effects. And they even had mm-hmm. the claymation too. Yeah, so season two or season three, it, it looked. Uh, it was alright. I, 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 I didn't, didn't like mind the it at CGI. All, actually. I liked I, it. I've gotten used cool. to the. It looked like Fortnite I've when I was looking at it. To, uh, <laughs> I've gotten used to the really bad CGI. I'm looking at so it right now. Uh, it. I think it's similar. Like the the CGI yeah, in this show is right. god awful, so I'm just used to it. I'm just like, all right. It really yeah. it it's is noticeable. And I'm fine. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? I, it would have been nice though this season, especially it. since they had the call out in season one um, to uh, the thing to actually do practical effects for the monster this season because it's all gory and goopy. Like, it would have been so cool if they'd done the whole bubblegum thing, like melted bubblegum. Oh, my bubble God. Gum. But they didn't could you do imagine, it. Oh, could so you imagine great. that how hard that would have been to make a two-story monster? Ah, oh, that's fine. They have miniatures. Let's use a miniature. Yeah, do <laughs> yeah, miniatures. miniatures. Just... Could be done. Yeah, I mean, they made the blob right? in the oh, 50s. No, no budget at all. Mm-hmm. Come on. They could do it. I'm just saying. That was the thing. And so two things I just wanted to mention overall. First is the cinematography. Mm-hmm. There's some oh, shots. Yeah. Like when the helicopters fly over scene. Dustin and Erica yeah. when they're on the hill. That imagery is absolutely phenomenal. And there's a there lot are. of shots like that. And then the soundtrack is just perfectly mm-hmm. fitted to the 80s plus what's going on in the Well, the soundtrack's of the always show. one of my favorite parts of this yep. of this show. And it For was really, sure. It was yeah. really interesting to see them call out different specific soundtracks, too. If you really pay attention, they call out certain movies. You get, like, a, a Back to the Future kind of theme. You get um, I, even a Jurassic Park theme, I believe. And then there's also the uh, Kiwana Scottsky theme is, is, happens when the... Uh, the monster forms together, which is really cool, which is one of my favorite um, scores of all time. So that was really neat. Little callbacks to different movies in the eighties. Yep. They, they did that super yeah. well. And that's probably what makes it as popular as it is. It's because the eighties are so hot. So hot right now. And to have a show yep. based on it, <laughs> it just, that doesn't even matter what else is Pretty going much. on. It's very hot. Right, huh? What else? I mean, I'm trying. I feel like we missed something, and I forget what oh, it is. Oh, I'm sure we missed a lot, man. I don't know. We covered the <laughs> yeah. big points that were interesting because we're just focusing on oh, what we That's liked. True. That's true. Or That's we, what true. we didn't I like. I felt like there was something. I'm gonna need the small parts of that guy from Starship Troopers, Gary Busey's <laughs> son. I forgot about that. That's Nancy, right. He Nancy drew over that yeah. guy. He, he, he became a little annoying. After yeah, he a while. became a little bit much. I'm like, why are you walking yeah. so slow down the hallway, buddy? Come on, pick up the pace. That was ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, we don't need to mention no, okay. stuff like that. Are the rats exploding oh, okay. and the CGI oh, yeah, of the rats no, okay. exploding? The bad CGI this season. That's a- oh, I did want to bring this up, though. So to, to our point, and this is actually a big plot point that we glossed over. Um, so Eleven got bit by the monster. Ooh. Um, and then when they ripped mm-hmm. that monster out, 
She oh. lost her powers. DeLorean, DeLorean mentioned, mentioned it. Mentioned it. Like, oh, she can flip a car one moment. She can't flip it the next. That's because the, yeah. the monster took her powers from her. She has no powers. Right. She so, lost but them. What, uh, what explained that her powers were being taken? She, do you remember the whole scene where they cut the monster out of her leg? They like carved her leg open and they. Yes, I remember it. all yeah, of that. Jonathan because that was it open. nasty. And she has and to pull it, it they, out the, herself. The monster yeah. took the powers from her. They, it was like a leech. It leached off. Because Billy essentially said that. You know, Billy's like, our yeah, goal is they, they found her and Yo. they took her powers and mm-hmm. now she doesn't have powers anymore. Now they have that power. Well, so that's why it's a really do it. it's very dark. It, it's interesting for her yeah. going forward. How does she live without powers? Does she get her powers back? Were her powers somehow tied to the Mind Flayer's presence right. in our world? Well, Mike in, ensured her that they'll come back. Of course. At the very end, right before she moves, <laughs> goes, they'll be back, Eleven. It's okay. Right. Because that's the only reason I like yeah, I know so. myself. It doesn't. <laughs> you better hold it. Come back. Your ass. We'll see how that feels. Then it's over. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. I've had enough. Uh, I don't know if you could have a whole season without Eleven's uh, powers. No, definitely not. They relied so heavily having on her it. trying to figure out how to get them back. That would be a little wah wah. Yeah, we're trying to speak oh, English. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, that's what season three was. <laughs> That's her that's new power, speaking English. <laughs> She's just going to school every day. Right. <laughs> oh, boy. Super, Super exciting. exciting. Not strange things. Right? Man, that was uh, a long episode. I think that's a pretty good recap of Stranger Things Season I, 3. This is our longest episode so far. <laughs> yeah, instead of doing Game of Thrones six episodes at a time, we did like an hour for each one, so <laughs> we smashed this one all together. Yeah. <laughs> Lot. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed listening to it. We hope you enjoyed season three. Mm-hmm. Final take after talking to everybody else. What are you guys thinking? I'm still kind of it continued more the season one idea, though. It's definitely goofy and yeah, it was a uh, tonally tonally very unbalanced, but a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I am a huge fan of Stranger Things. I could honestly say I can't do any wrong. Wow. So I'm nice. entertained every single single episode I saw. So I, I'm with you, Josh. It. Everything I saw, I really did enjoy. I mean, yeah, I nitpicked little things, but I had to really reach to nitpick anything because I I very much enjoy the show and really seeing these '80s callbacks, like we were saying, like the Sam Goody and the Orange Julius and the stores in the mall and the fashion, all that stuff, and really seeing it be done right, you know, and that that was just fun to see. Oh God, Jazzercise! Remember the Jazzercise guy? They thought that he was a Russian, Russian? spy, Still and then Russian? he pulls up into the Jazzercise with his boombox. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, it, it was just started. fun all around. It was all around. I mean, I I had so much fun, and I do hope that they make a season four, but I don't think that it's totally necessary. They're going to because it's like the most watched show in the they history will. of television, apparently. Or Netflix, at least. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're season four to go. Yeah, it's definitely not. I think more people watch Office than, than Stranger Things, according to their stats. But whatever. Anyways. <laughs> they're talking about a season, I think. I, but maybe. I don't know. I, I think uh, really what probably my main takeaway, though, is that it brought me back to being a fan of Stranger Things. After season one, I'm like, Stranger Things is amazing. After season two, I'm like, you know what? I don't really care anymore. And then after season three, I'm like, I'm back on that Stranger Things nice. hype train. Yeah, buddy. There you go. 
So, to everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed. If you want to stay tuned to all of our fun coming up this week, San Diego Comic-Con, we're going to be posting a ton on Twitter and Instagram, at Secondary Heroes with live updates, all that kind of fun stuff. And then we have a panel, Saturday, July 20th, 1 p.m., San Diego Public Library, Neil Morgan Auditorium. Join us. Tell everyone you know who's going to be in San Diego. That's right. And if you guys are listening to this and you're standing in Hall H line or anything like that, make sure to look out for us, man. We would love to get to know you, get to meet you, get to hang out with our fans. You know, we we want to take pictures with you. We want, you know, we want to meet you. So definitely, if you see any of us, we're going to some, a couple of us are going to be in cosplay. So uh, yeah, take pictures with us. It'll be fun. Yeah. So everyone we'll talk to you next time prog out see ya we know which stranger things squad you're a part of based on how you defeat a demigorgon that is your clickbait of the week 